bunch of you out there who uh, are, are remembering when you lost your mind <laughs> after hearing that. And Tessier should have voted to, uh, yeah. So the attorney just admitted he's not giving advice but an opinion, right? So then it should be allowed to be in public, right? Uh, lots lots of questions here. But the, the idea that somehow um, the punishment was too severe... Well, what, what, what punishment was actually offered? Oh, sure. The opinion, as, as discussed in the, during the meeting, uh, you know, does say that someone can be removed under RSA 41, uh, 42 colon 1. But there was, there was no motion to do anything. See, what really galls me about this, look, whether you think Nancy Tessier should have been censured or otherwise disciplined for what she did or not, and I happen to think she she should have been because I, I, I'm not buying that somebody who's as experienced as Nancy made a mistake. It seems to me her only mistake perhaps was putting what she did in writing, if you know what I mean. And maybe it was. And maybe you think she should be sanctioned and maybe you don't. But how do you in good conscience vote not to let the public see what the opinion of the attorney who has paid good money to conduct an investigation was about what statutes, what charter provisions, what policies were violated, and why. What what is what is the justification for this? And this is this in, in some ways is even worse than the board of aldermen voting not to refer citizen complaints against, <clears throat> um, not to refer citizen complaints against uh, Ward Two Alderman Ron Ludwig and Ward Eleven Alderman Norm Gamash to the Conduct Committee. Because we actually had findings of what I would call fact. Fact. She sent this email. Fact. It was outside of the non-public session. Fact. It was about the public session. Fact. It discussed personnel actions that were uh, inside of the public uh, non-public session. Fact. It was copied to members of the staff who were not privileged to have that information, irregardless of whether or not they were the subject of the non-public discussion. Fact. It violated board policy. Fact. It violated multiple sections of the city charter. Fact. It violated multiple state laws. Fact. Those state laws have got remedies written into them for the board to consider. Why Why? Why should that be kept out of public view? And, and there are some on social media. Oh, well, we're just trying to put this behind us. See, we got to put all this personal squabbling behind us. I had a chance to take a look at Erica Connor's um, uh, op-ed in today's paper. One of the things she complains about is all of the um, all of the time that's being spent in these personal squabbles. Where really? Uh, it, it, well, I didn't hear any of those complaints coming when it was Connie Van Houten launching at uh, Arthur Beaudry, Deb Langton, Rich Gerard, Lisa Freeman, and others. 
Do, do we hear anybody complaining about that? Do we hear anybody trying to put a stop to that? Oh, sure. You heard the mayor say publicly we have to. But the mayor has often been on the receiving end of this stuff, too. And most of the stuff that Van Houten, if not all of it, ever complained about were just gibberish. No basis in reality or fact whatsoever. And to the credit of some members of that of that cabal on the board, they did put distance between herself and, uh, uh, and, and, and what she was doing. And I congratulate them for that. But notice, it keeps coming back. And it keeps coming back because they won't put people in their place. Oh, sure. They're trying to make an issue of yours truly here because when asked to clerk the non-public session on november 11th i not only took uh you know about 16 pages worth of notes i also recorded it so that i could turn the recording and the notes over to the clerk now 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 i'm one of the violators right oh well they made a mistake and we want to move on no i didn't make a mistake and i didn't do anything in violation of the state law and the school district's attorney told me that in a conversation i had with him outside of city hall that night when it was brought up, it's deflect, it's 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 deny, and when 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 faced with the evidence, it's scuttle. So there's there's the deal. And, uh, <laughs> you know, what else do you do? What else do you do? And the thing that really is bothersome is that, you know, when given the opportunity to, to explain what she did and why she did it, she just said no comment. No comment. No comment, says Nancy Tessier. No act of contrition. No, I'm, I, I just was nothing. What, what, what does that mean? Does it mean she's hoping it will be done with and go away? Does it mean she doesn't want to indict herself? Does it mean she, she doesn't know what she was thinking and doesn't want to say that? And Manchester, by the way, is not the only board that's got these issues. I mean, come on. We've seen this, haven't we? We saw it in Goffstown. And I'm going to forget her name. I believe she's still the vice chair, still the chairman of the board, but she was the vice chairman. She was voting on contracts that involved Ceresk. Remember we caught her in violation of their board policies. And what did she do? She abstained. She said she was going to stay abstain on the vote. She voted on everything except the very last vote. Oh, I wish I could remember her name. I think she's the Goffstown School Board Chair at the moment. We've seen it in Hooksit. We've seen it in Timberlane, in Spades. We've even seen it inside the bubble of Bedford. When when parents, oh, we've seen it in Pembroke. I mean, we've seen all kinds of ethical issues on multiple boards. And you know why they happen they happen because the boards, yes, Diane McCarthy, thank you. They happen because the boards don't think that 
They need to correct themselves or hold their members accountable. That's basically what it is. And behind that thought is, well, one day I might do something wrong, and so I wouldn't want anybody to to, to punish me. Well, that's the professed thought, but everybody knows better. Everybody knows better. Everybody knows better. So whether they're covering up for administrators that, uh, you know, are abusing their authority or not doing their job, or they're covering up for their fellow board members because they're they're part of a political clique with a predetermined idea of what's supposed to happen. They 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 they, they do it with rank disregard for anything but the objective that they have in mind, and that's why this is important. You know, Nancy Tessier is running unopposed as am I. Highly unlikely that she's going to get voted off the island in this one. But the people who circled the wagons around her, you know, I would have been, you know, I wouldn't have been happy, but I would have been okay if they had amended the motion to receive and file and release the document. I probably would have voted for that motion because at least the specific details would have been made public. And then everybody would have to deal with the fact that they voted not to take an action given the specifics of the case and its gravity. As I said in my comments, the law takes a very dim view of this such that it is one of the few things in the state of New Hampshire that an elected official can be removed from office for is the violation of confidentiality of non-public sessions is one of the very few things i mean we got tom katzi and tonus sitting on the board here charged with tax evasion on a massive scale can't remove him there's no cause to remove him i mean set the whole innocent until guilty thing aside which is something that i have always maintained but there is no, he did not violate anything in the state law that would cause him to be removed as an elected official. That's how seriously state law takes breaches of confidentiality. Now, maybe Nancy didn't know that specifically, but she certainly knew, given her time on the Charter Commission, her time as a principal, her time as an assistant superintendent, her three years, that you don't do what she did. She had to know. But you know what? When you don't encourage people to do to follow the rules by correcting them when they don't, well, I guess they get a little. I, I guess they. I guess they feel their oats a little bit, come rather brash in what they were doing. And because I disagree so vehemently with what she said about Dr. Vargas in that email, I'm of the opinion that it was an attempt to continue to undermine Dr. Vargas, which is a real problem inside the four walls of the district office. The principals love him. The teachers love him. People who don't think the changes he wants to make are going to be to their personal benefit in the district office, they don't love him so much. Some of the horrible things that they've said and done are just beyond the pale. And this is just another one of those. So there it is. You heard it in its entirety. No clips. No out of context. And it's up to you to determine what happens from this point forward. This is Gerard at Large. 
Alrighty, folks. And by the way, our good friend Ed Nail wrote about the Nancy Tester thing. It's a featured post at GerardAtLarge.com. So if you want to get an outsider's perspective of what uh, went down, you might uh, find that of interest. Tomorrow, Public Safety This Week will be with a special guest, Jim Godet's on super secret assignment somewhere. We'll have uh, community connections with the Granite United Way and oh, so much more. Be sure to tune in for the entire team here at Trout at Large. I am your ever humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Until tomorrow, be good, be well. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. We're proud to have in the audience. Thanks for being there. Please remember our sponsors. Give them the first opportunity to earn your business and let them know you heard about them on Trout at Large. It matters. Be good, everyone.